Welcome to Crypto Daily, your daily crypto news podcast. My name is Dustin Knauss, and be sure to follow this show wherever you listen to podcasts. And leave a review on Apple Podcasts. There's been some interesting developments over the last day. The meme coin Shiba Inu was trending on Twitter, which caused a large jump for the coin. Only a few weeks ago, it was the 52nd largest coin based on market cap, and now it's jumped to the 26th as of this recording. Shiba Inu has been labeled as the Dogecoin killer, and a lot of people are hoping it'll beat the Dogecoin to the $1 mark. I'm a big fan of Shiba Inu, but the truth of the matter is there is a lot of Shiba Inu that was created. Not all of it was released, but in order for it to hit the one penny mark, a lot of coins are going to have to be burned. That being said, since its creation in August of 2020, tens of millions of coins have already been burned, and there's more burns expected to come. So $1 isn't impossible if the burns continue and we see a rise in demand. Now, while we're talking about altcoins, Mark Cuban has come out to discuss an interesting trend. The Mavericks owner said that people are less likely to pay for tickets and merchandise using Bitcoin. People don't want to part ways with it because they see it as an appreciating asset. But he has found that people are willing to pay using Dogecoin. They see that it's easier to spend and doesn't appreciate as fast as Bitcoin. Now, speaking of spending crypto, for those critics who think crypto can't be used like cash, well, data from Finebold shows that 21,000 Bitcoin ATMs have been installed globally. And that's just in 2021. Over 90% of Bitcoin ATMs are located in North America. These ATMs are a good push to see crypto being treated like an actual currency. Earlier this year, I was really excited to see one installed at a mall near me. I haven't used it yet because I'm holding for the long term, but I love how accessible it is. I also want to talk about a new report that came out from Bank of America. They've said that crypto has become too large to ignore. Finally, their report stated that the DeFi network has potential to provide financial services to over 1.7 billion unbanked people globally. Bank of America said that the market evaluation is over $2 trillion and 200 million users. They've also shown that the industry has become less about Bitcoin, with so many altcoins popping up. Of course, this type of attention means we're going to see some more government involvement around the world. Recently, the Security Exchange Commission, or SEC, sent a subpoena to Circle. Circle is known as a stablecoin issuer and was planning to roll out a new interest-bearing product called Circle Yield. Circle has said that they're cooperating with the SEC, but can't comment at the moment. The Circle isn't the first platform that we've seen scrutinized for having high-yield interest products. And I expect that we're going to see a lot more of this, as the unusually high interest rates we see in crypto markets make financial institutions nervous. But not all institutions are fighting crypto. U.S. Bank, which is the fifth largest financial institution in the U.S., has embraced crypto as legitimate investment. They announced today that the cryptocurrency custody service is available to fund managers. They will help store private keys for Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, and Litecoin. In time, they do expect to support other coins like Ethereum. Well, now it's time to shift our focus over to NFTs. The NFT market continues to grow with a third quarter of this year seeing a trading volume of $10.6 billion. That's up 704% from the previous quarter. Now, of course, with a market that large means a lot more scammers will enter it. Thousands of investors put Ether into an NFT project called Evolved Ape. It was set to be a fighting game that stored over 10,000 unique NFTs that would be distributed to the best players. Unfortunately for these investors, the creator of the supposed game, whose pseudonym is Evil Ape, took $2.7 million, closed the project's official Twitter account and website, and just disappeared. This scam is known as a rug pull. So if you do plan to invest in any project, 
make sure that you thoroughly vet the source. If you want to know more about the project and the scam, the Vice article is linked in the show notes. So I wanted to move on from scamming to spamming. Rapper Snoop Dogg, who seems to have his hands in pretty much everything, has revealed himself as the NFT pseudonym Kazomo de Medici. He posted a tweet yesterday saying, if I see a JPEG come into my wallet uninvited and it is not fan art, you can rest assured that I will never support that collection or any of its derivatives. He also wrote, mass spamming of garbage JPEGs is an insult to the artists who work so hard to earn their way into collectors' wallets. NFT spamming has become more and more popular. And not long ago, Budweiser discovered its wallet was sent cartoonish dick pics. Now they've removed them, but it's a good reminder that unsolicited dick pics is never a good idea. Well, with everything going on, I thought that I would end this episode with the top 10 crypto based on market cap. One, Bitcoin. Two, Ethereum. Three, Binance Coin. Four, Cardano. Five, Tether. Six, XRP. Seven, Solano. Eight, Dogecoin. Nine, USD. And 10 is Polkadot. If you are interested in signing up for our upcoming newsletter, please go to CryptoDailyShow.com. There you can also find links to where you can follow me on social media. Please follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you get your podcasts on YouTube, be sure to subscribe and leave a comment there. I'm Dustin Knauss, and thank you for joining me today.